Welcome to the Social Fabric Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Splendori, and this week my guests are David Flynn and Stephen Flynn of The Happy Pair. I've known Dave and Stephen for a number of years, and I first interviewed them separately for the Social Fabric podcast. You can look up episode 19 and 24 in the archives. I also had my guests for my very first live podcast in the Whale Theatre back in February. And that was really good fun, and uh, you can have a look at it on the YouTube channel. You can have a look at it on the YouTube channel on Social Fabric. But I wanted to catch up with them during this uh, crazy period of uh, COVID-19. They had to close their shop like everybody else, and uh, I just wanted to see how they were coping with it and what uh, the plans were for the future. It was a lovely conversation. I really appreciated their time and honesty and I hope you enjoy it. The title song is Paralyzed by Nevada. Oh lovely, lovely. Are you sure you don't want a coffee? I'm fine for a moment, thanks. Only I want to get a coffee for 30 minutes or so, just have a quick chat. No. Yeah, we'll have a bit of chocolate. Anyway, listen, I'm going to start because I know you're all busy and I'm busy. And flat out. Flat out. Flat out. Life is it's for busy people. But anyway, I'm here in the back of the happy fair with uh, David and Stephen Flynn. And before I start, I have to make a public apology for the last time we met with a microphone where... I just laid into you and I had a great crack. That was brilliant. <laughs> we were well able for it. Just uh, make sure this, uh, yeah, that side, yeah. Okay, so, perfect. yeah, no, that was great. It was at the live event and I, it was good fun. And, uh, but I, really when, I listened, when I listened to it back, I thought, geez, I really got into the last. We're well able for it. <laughs> I, I, I quite enjoyed it. It was brilliant. I really did. I found it very. Well, family of all boys, they went to all boys' schools, so poke and fun is, we're well used to it. But anyway, I want to catch up with you guys because we normally see each other kind of every morning our little community is great and you know exchange a quick conversation with them the, the virus arrived and we kind of lost touch with everybody so i just want to see your get to hear your story on the last eight weeks last eight weeks oh wow that's been. yeah just what's that's it been like um i guess it's been really interesting like there's been various different phases of it i remember at the start there's elements of anxiety and tension and wondering geez what's going to happen with the business and what's happening with the world and all these various things um even in terms of the cafe we we i guess we we, we started 15 years ago and normally we only co- close two days at christmas and one day at easter and here we were closing indefinitely it just felt like oh my god this is one of the pillars of my life is suddenly like closed. being stripped away you know i guess that bit felt really strange um but I guess I, I think in our nature it's kind of to try to make the best of things always so it wasn't long until we kind of realised that you know there's other bits we can focus on and you know enjoy and put this time to good use because after a week or two of listening to all the news about it and getting all wound up about it it was like okay well this seems to be life there's a new normal and let's just adapt and make the most of it so we we were, we're fortunate enough that we live still right by the sea so we're able to swim in the sea every day which is kind of an anchor for us um but I guess it's given us space to prioritise different things and look at different things to work on and focus on, which we've always said, oh, when I have time or when in the future. And, and now we do have time and it's amazing. We're kind of reevaluating everything. And we've 
we're carving up a new thing which we just we're really enjoying you know good job Dave oh thanks Steve yeah like I, I think this pandemic gives gives the opportunity for us to reevaluate our relationship with nature in essence the pandemic came as a result of nature and maybe an imbalance in nature and it's an opportunity to reestablish that and I think it's a it's an opportunity for us as a society to think more as a we as opposed to an no, I. But you. Okay, you, went, you went up into another, yeah, a personal question. Okay. You. Personal question, it's personal answer. Brilliant, brilliant theory. Okay. Thank you, David. Uh, okay, at a personal level, um, it has given me more time with my family, which is a blessing and also can be challenging at times. Um, it's also given me an opportunity to focus on certain aspects of work that I've often wanted to delve into but I've been too busy chasing too many pies and trying to juggle 15 balls and as Dave said there's been a, a full plethora of emotion from anxiety stress fear what's happened to excitement to joy to contentment to slowing down to all this so to I guess to summarize it in in one emotion wouldn't be fair it's great but it, you know I think it's a bit of everything and it's uh, it's a wonderful opportunity to reflect and reestablish. and one thing we've been focusing our work on pretty much over the last week is that every afternoon we kind of we me and Dave have a habit of always kind of pushing and wanting to do we've got so much things we want to do and achieve and do it i got a million ideas and we can do that up until lunchtime and after lunch it's time to kind of slow down and maybe read read books or listen to podcasts or discuss things or be a little bit more now that's the theory that's the but theory. we, we <laughs> yeah that's the theory the what's theory. the practice then well like i guess the big learning which i'm getting is that I, to reevaluate my relationship work and as a result by association steven's relationship at work so it's collectively to change our relationship at work where we're where it's more focused on certain areas and then having more space to actually have the space to create things and the space for things to emerge because when i look back to pre this pandemic or corona whatever you want to call it we were very busy chasing all sorts of pies and busy traveling and on the road and doing all sorts of things and not a lot of space to look and actually reflect of what's important and how do i want to set up my life and my, my relationship to work and i guess this this whole the last eight weeks has been a, a great opportunity to where i realize now i want to prioritize my work where i'm i'm more mindful i'm more present i'm doing less but i'm doing it better and i'm my relationship to work is where as steven said we'll focus in the morning on a few different things and really focus on them and then the afternoon have more space to kind of to do other things and go tinker and read and projects and be outdoors and whatnot but not spend the whole day eight hours like do some really high quality focused work and then less noise brilliant we're now sitting at the back of your shop and as you say there's so much a pillar of your life but it has become a pillar of our community as well and uh, and I know it's not just the only shop, but it's closed. But all of a sudden, this is this vacuum, and I'm sure it's a vacuum for you guys that like to pop in and out, see the lads coming in and out. What, what's it like at the moment? Uh, at the moment, me and Dave, this is Steve here. Uh, at the moment, me and Dave have kind of set up office. We've been quarantining together. That's our word. Um, so we've been quarantining. So we've been kind of working together upstairs in the shop here and cooking lunches and kind of hanging out a lot together. So we've been here a lot, around a lot. And uses an opportunity even to reflect on the cafe here. How can we redo it? And we're kind of working on putting in a bakery here. And, you know, it's given us this breathing room to look at it. Because I guess we started 15 years ago with this wildly ambitious dream of creating a food revolution or evolution. And uh, we haven't really stopped throughout it. And me and Dave tend to start one project, get it going, get it going to about halfway through completion. It's like, I got another idea. And off we go. 
So as a result, there's a lot of half-finished projects. So it's given us an opportunity to really go through the building and look at all those half-finished projects and kind of go, I wonder, can we finish that one? Or can we finish that one? And, you know, that type of aspect. So can, can <coughs> we expect it to go back a little bit more to what it was not quite 15 years ago because that was too, like, yeah, but before the madness. Story. But yeah, I think the whole nature of this pandemic is making things more local and making, like, making us... F- come back to the core more and certainly with us it's making us realize that this this building and this this the cafe in the middle of greystones is it's part of our you know it's part of our lives it's part of you know we were an interesting one we were part of a twin it was it was this woman who was doing a project on twins and she it was a photography project and she was coming across to take photos of me and steve from london and she said you have to do it in your home and at the time i was renting houses or whatever and she, so Stephen very much has a home. He's been in the same home for like 15 years or something. And But I was still renting various different houses here and there. And I was like, well, when I think of my home, it's either my parents' home or it's the shop-like. But, and really, it's the shop-like, you know. So I was saying to her, no, I want to take the photos outside the front of the shop because that feels more like my home than any of these buildings that I rent and like have my bed in. Um, so yeah, this, this place really is our home. Like I'd say it's like in terms of we're both extroverts that love humans. And when I think of, if I was to try to describe my last day, it would be coming up to the shop. I'd be tinkering around. Oh, last, if I was to die, like it was your last day before you were to head off to whatever other realm we go to when we die. Um, I'd be up here tinkering around. Like I'd be lifting boxes. I'd be meeting and greeting and wagging my tail and having a ball. And like I miss that. I love the the, the sense of play. And this, this eight-week process has made me realize how much, how enjoyable. Like we had a conversation last week about the simple things about you know, we've all, society is set up where we, we feel these pressures that we need to be quote-unquote successful, we have lots of money to buy a house, to not have a mortgage, to be all these various things, but ultimately it boils down to, I, I would like in myself to where I had less of those ambitious things that I could be content making coffee and talking to people and being really of service of humans. I think that would be a great evolution within myself that I don't, I, I notice I, I have these ambitious needs to go, drive on this and achieve this and those are conditioning things probably coming from places of insecurity but I would love to in the future get to where I feel more secure and at ease where I can literally make coffee and work in the shop and serve people and it comes full cycle and that th- those those have been some of the most enjoyable jobs I've ever done uh, it's great and as a, as a as a returning customer for the last whatever it is 15 years I, I, I don't normally come here for the coffee I just come for the chat <laughs> but I do and then it's great you pop in and then over the last few years you created this monster there were just there was too many people for me to show up at the weekend but uh, but hopefully that was kind of not that it needs to stop because obviously that's your business as well but it's, it's nice to hear that you know you like to be behind the counter yeah, and make, make the coffees and I think it's a sense of coming home might sound a bit cliched but I think it gives you the opportunity to reflect on what's important and you realise that you can be even the analogy when Dave said that photographer London her name came over from London her name was Liz Handy and her husband Charles um, wrote all sorts of business philosophy books very wise man and we got chatting to him and we were discussing what was success and at the time we'd opened our third cafe or fourth cafe in Clin- or third cafe in Clondalkin and we were on the road more and I don't know, we were meeting new staff every other day and it just felt like, wow, this doesn't really feel like a family or that close and you're kind of going, what's all this for? And it's only in recent years we've kind of realised that the be- that small is beautiful and that that sense of connectivity and the sense of ownership and the sense of art in it, like the sense of being able to express that beauty and to try to make something beautiful, the sense of craft, the sense of 
pursuit of per- perfection, realizing you will never reach it, but the sense of opportunity to evolve. Uh, and also, sorry, Dave here. <laughs> and also, I think it's it's within ourselves making peace with it. That is enough. That that is enough. We don't need to go earn millions of euros to buy big fancy houses to be to feel like we've accomplished loads because and i think that's part of the internal work which we're both trying to do is to try to have more ease and try to be more content with less because you know ultimately if we can live day to day as we would our last day well that's what we're looking for we don't need to be the biggest or the best or the fanciest it's more the level of content and ease we have within ourselves yeah and in fairness you guys you you, you it, it it all happened relatively quickly uh, you know from from the, the the initial shop with a couple of bits of veggies to to the first book to the second book to the third book to i don't know how many followers you have on insta something instagram whatever but it, it did happen quite quickly so there was a bit of a you caught a big wave you went out with a little board and you, <laughs> you know, with a big we're coming home <laughs> <laughs> but that must have must that must have had a bit of a, a bit of an impact you know the, the, because it, there's a joy in that right there's a joy in knowing excitement and yeah. exhilaration of oh my god we're, we're on tv and someone asked me to sign their book oh my god wow the ego in you is going wow geez you're great steve well done steve dave you're brilliant well done you know and then you realize I, th- I think when you stop you realize and um, this like that you know ultimately we're all the same like it doesn't really matter like i have to go to the toilet too i have to eat no one's better than anyone and i think once you kind of make peace with that and you see beneath the veneer of this materialism you kind of realize wow it's all a bit of and you meet these extremely wealthy people doing remarkable jobs and it's like wow you and you look them in the eye and you kind of go oh you don't really have it any more worked out than anyone else so it, it kind of this veneer this pill we're being sold often can be a bit disingenuous at least for us and we've kind of realized it's the simple things in life being able to sit and have a coffee enjoy the sunshine but saying that we struggle as well because we're so conditioned there's so much conditioning within in us and maybe it's part of being our identical twins that this drive and this ambition and i don't know how it all is there where we can actually slow down and focus on like and i guess that is the nature of as you said we went out with a little board and now we're on our way coming back home and it does genuinely feel like we're coming back home like over the last number of years you know I, I can't say I felt at home as much in our business because we weren't around it as much you know we hadn't been involved in everything whereas now it feels like a blank slate that we can start again and kind of go wow I, you know this feels like home again we can I feel I feel like I can take ownership for it and be proud of it and we can build this into yeah and I mean I, I, I know I know you guys a while so in fairness, you always make yourself available. And I think at one point it got, it got a bit too big to make yourself available for everybody. You mentioned designing the books and the photographs and, uh, you know, it's... Uh, but, you know, look, that, that's, that, that's what it has been and, it, and it's been great. But So let's talk about that. Let's talk about the photographs and the, the books. Well, you're just releasing a new book. We have this a new book coming out July 9th. And it's going to be the best book. No, yeah, it's going to be the best I, book I, ever. It's about what? Well, I, I think you always... <laughs> I can't remember what this is about. <laughs> no, I think you always, when you're like the nature of the human being is always looking over the next hill and the next one and we'll have the answers and this is great but I guess this book for me anyway because it was more my book than your book yeah, Dave it was, it was more a chefy book we've been we started out not as trained chefs but when we opened the cafe first we hired our chef mother Doreen Palmer who had about 30 years teaching and cooking as a vegetarian chef so I trained under her and then kind of worked in the kitchen for 12, 13, 14 years kind of run up myself 
uh, with Doreen and with others. Uh, and I guess through that process and even through the last five years, we've been writing YouTube recipes and videos and all those things. So you really get experimental with food. So we've probably about 15 years as vegan chefs or plant-based chefs. So we wrote this book uh, and I think Dave, you described it really well that it was like, if you wanted to distill your knowledge to pass it on to your kids, it was that type of thing. It was to teach people not to, to, not to give them a carrot, but to teach them how to grow carrots. Okay. That was my analogy. <laughs> the first one, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but no, it is. It's it is different. Like it's because most people they look at a recipe and oh, and I don't have the feckin' paprika and I don't have the tomato sauce and whatever. And this one's about teaching people that, like the grammar. If if I was to learn Italian, once I learn the grammar, well then that's the framework that the whole language is built on. And same way with cooking, if you learn the same underlying principles or the fundamentals or the foundation, you can cook. You know, so that's the theory. That's the the idea behind this book. And we're very interested to see how it's received because it's, it's it is different. different. It's not it's not the same as our other ones there's not one topless photo in it there's not one handstand in it okay. it's quite mature you're getting too old for handstands anyway but <laughs> what's uh, <laughs> what's the what's the title of it uh, vegan cooking for everyone but I guess then that as a vehicle the, the, the writing putting together a book is a good it's a good um, therapeutic way Brilliant. of doing it that you're actually getting your message out as you have been through your match YouTube videos and all that but you're still getting that message out which is still your message you still eat more veg still stay healthy and look after your families and so on but now through the book it's a lot more therapeutic it's a lot more calm yeah the books are great like and that's uh, we were discussing about chatting books I was chatting with Andrea about it and I just think it's a lovely process to go through and particularly the timelines once you've got a timeline you're forced it's a bit like diamonds are created under pressure and once you could kind of go ah I'll write a book when I'm older when I'm 50 or 60 but when you've got a month to finish a book you've got to focus on execution and completion and it really forces you to try to bring your best to it and I think it's uh, we we thrive in that process of having a project and a deadline and the creativity that has to come and tell me about a, a day in in the book writing and in the twins family like like you said, it's more your book, the last one. But, I mean, how does that work? What, how do you put it um, together together? Good question. Well, even we, that, we've written another book. We've written another book subsequently, which is to come out January 2021. Uh, and that one, we had a month deadline. But in terms of book four, how do we approach book four? Book even f- book five. Go to okay, maybe I'll talk ahead. about book five. Book five, uh, which will come out January 2020, and that's published. 21. 2021, that's published out of London, Penguin London. Uh, but that one's based on all our online courses. So we started our online courses, which you originally did our classroom course back, could be 12, 10 years ago. Um, we started out with a uh, classroom happy heart course and the whole idea we were taking a punt on it David this idea that if you can if people can measure the improvement in their health they're much more likely to stick with something so Dave was reading a book by this doctor who had proved in clinical trials he could reverse the indicators of cardiovascular disease so Dave thought great I wonder will this work in Irish people and I wonder will it work upstairs let's have a shot at this put up a poster and decided just to take a punt at it total chancer uh, we got a nurse to come in uh, Angela to measure people's cholesterol weight blood pressure they came upstairs they did a four week course we were the chefs so we were teaching them the food getting them to taste that oh look try this dried fruit it's nice oh yeah lentils lentils are deadly uh, and at the end of it when Angela was measuring their cholesterol weight blood pressure on the fourth week so we had before and after me and Dave were shitting ourselves excuse my language but we were really nervous we didn't know if this was going to work this was putting all our values on the line but thankfully there was an average drop of cholesterol 20% people lost weight blood pressure regulated there was even two blind people now what's this got to do with book but, 5 but out of that out of the, let me look just let me I gotta give the preface the context 
Uh, and out of that, we built an online course because there was too many people from all over Ireland. Uh, the Irish Times did a few articles. There were people wanting to do this course regularly and me and Dave were still working in the shop I was working in the kitchen we were going to the fruit market so it was it was too much demand so we built an online course and we've been doing that for about 10 years and we've sorry I'm losing my breath here really talking are. so much uh, but then over recent years we've built three or four other courses we've realised to partner with medical experts so we built the Happy Good course with a friend Dr Alan Desmond who's a consultant gastroenterologist so that's digestion doctor and a dietitian in the UK built happy skin with a friend dr Gemma newman who's a gp and then uh, jennifer rock and a dietitian so that's all about making your skin glow from within uh, we built happy shape one with another doctor so we built all these and we built these relationships with the medical community and this book is all about how you can gain health through diet uh, and the process uh, okay well, thanks now to answer the question yeah. <laughs> have a glass of water wow yeah and you take a good breath there uh the process yeah no problem uh we we only need a month like we tend to crash through them in a month like it tends to that that tends to work better other people take a year and they'll go at it nice and slowly and and that kind of way whereas we prefer to just lash into something and start early at you know 5 a.m and try to get a few hours done before you know have a swim and then try to get a couple hours done before breakfast and then a few hours done before lunch and then probably go do something else like if you get four to five good focused hours done a day you should be able to get plenty you know and do that over a month that tends to be how and we do it and work we had kind of done not not necessarily the work you had to distill it like we had courses which were a hundred thousand words and you had to get it down to ten thousand words so it was that sense of very good yeah but what i liked about that i remember one day i was here for um for a coffee across the road <laughs> and, and, and I saw a big crowd here and I come over and I think it was all the people that they were doing one of your courses that they met up here I thought that was lovely idea. yeah 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 we've done we st- we've started doing that over the last few years where we've meetups for all the people on our online courses so and there's people tend to do them all over the world like the last month there's been people in 72 different countries through them so it's amazing that it's become more than just local or Ireland but we do these meetups we did before the pandemic we did uh, regular meetups once a month where we'd clear out the cafe and in the morning people could come for a free coffee just to meet other people on all the courses and it's uh you know it's just a really nice way to meet people and interact and hear how they're getting on and hear their feedback and because they've made friends online and even we have as being part of the community but to actually meet them in person it's just so rich and even you can be detached from people's the the human experience of it we're like we're here doing these courses and what's the next course and i must write this book and this but then when you meet someone go literally like i've transformed my life i've lost weight my i i spent thousands and thousands and thousands of going to the doctors going to consultants going to every no not once did i talk about diet and i changed my diet within two weeks i feel like all the symptoms have gone virtually so it's like you hear so many of these stories which often when me and dave are going full tilt we can forget about and forget about the impact that this type of work can be having so it's yeah that bit's very rewarding so good point good point good point and very succinct very done thanks yeah wrapping it all do my best here (laughs) i won't keep you much longer but just tell me then what what are we going to see look at for the future here uh i mean I suppose none of us know whether we can get back on the plane, whether we want to get back on the plane. Um, but are you looking at curtailing all of that mad travel you got into? Like we all got into. I was traveling, I don't know, twice a week at times, which is wow. ridiculous. But And I know you guys were on yeah, yeah, we were in the airport a lot. Is this something you, you're you looking to change? Is this something you can change or you're tied to contractual? Yeah, no, I think like one thing that we've been working on is the ability to say no. 
and to focus on less is more in, in many ways like as in when we do travel make sure it's something we're traveling because it's something that we really want to be a part of and it's something but otherwise i guess we've spent many years building up this online community and it gives us that opportunity to access people all over the world and there's wonderful means which we communicate them digitally now which is great which means you don't have to travel and there's less environmental impact and spend more time with the family and i can go swimming and have chats like this in the sun etc and dave's dying to say something oh no i was just gonna say i think <laughs> i think it's become directly um applicable that we can see now that you don't need to travel as much because everyone has learned how to do video calls and it's far more effective than jumping on a plane and going to london for three days when you could realistically just spend an hour and have the phone call and cut to the meat of the conversation or cut to the core of it, you know. So, so I think. Um, but we will have some things with books when because the books are all out in the UK. We'll have to go do media stuff over there. Yeah, but, fun, and that, that. that's really fun. Yeah, it really is. But I think it'll probably reduce our carbon footprint by quite a lot. And particularly if we've if we've created home here, you know, we like where if we if we can turn Church Road into what we expect our main cafe, well then I don't think we'll be feel as much a need you know Excellent. and tell me something last time I, I spoke to both of you it was uh, one at the time I asked you about a lot of songs this time I'm going to ask you what's the what book are you reading at the moment Dave uh, Raj has me Raj who we hang Raj one of our good mates Raj Deep, yeah. yeah Raj Deep the legend uh, he has me he was been banging on about this book for ages it's the seven ha, seven spiritual laws of life or something by Deepak Chopra it's quite nice I read three little chapters so far that's about all I'm reading at the moment. About you, Steve? Are you reading anything? Me, no. I'm reading <laughs> emails. I'm doing my best to read emails. You're uh, keeping the business going. Well, I have three young kids, and you know, reading is something that I would love to do more of. But I thought you were changing your relationship to work, weren't you? Changing. It's, it's a process. <laughs> I have to go through. Um, but no, one, one thing I'm very much enjoying is uh, I'm learning how to edit videos. And it's something that, uh, like having been the other side of the camera, like as in filmed or filming learning to edit is really fun process the jigsaw and just i'm enjoying that aspect so that's a fun little project for me and baking a lot of sourdough bread yeah yeah steve tends to be more practical that his relaxing is baking bread or making chocolate or editing videos he's a hobbies creature very good and uh, is there a movie coming out soon a movie about the two of you Oh, I don't know. We can not write the, the not script. That we know, <laughs> <laughs> not that we know. But uh, we thought about doing some. We th- back when the world was crazy, we were going to go film something and go wander around the world, film and stuff. But I think we've pulled that one back in. Fair enough. Uh, okay. Well, so when are we going to reopen? When are we reopening? A couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, I think. Well, we've ordered it. A new oven. So, okay, so, so when the is the date? Actually, the actual date um, that we're allowed. Open. We're allowed to open. I'm um, not exactly sure. I think it's July sometime. Or maybe it's the end of June. I think it's probably the end of June. Ju- end of June. So I think we'll. But I think we could open up the yard here and have people out in the yard outside as long as they're two meters apart. But I guess we're taking this time to do up the bakery and do up the whole place and make it something that we're really proud of again and delighted to make our home new and beautiful again. And you know, yeah, yeah, like, like it still is a building site. Like if you walk around it, like the, the today the lads are taking down the shop front and redoing that. So and upstairs there's not a table in it. It's a, it's like it really is. The whole place is a building site. So it'll take us a few weeks to clean it up. I'm looking forward to it Please. when it reopens. To have yeah, a proper so coffee. And uh, yeah. thanks, Amelia, for your time, boys. That was great. That was Cheers Dave and Stephen Flynn of the Happy Fair. Thanks, Yay. Amelia. <laughs> Good on you, Andre. That was very lovely.
the Vatican, I'm on the ground.